to Podcasting 101 with me, your host, Rachel. This podcast is for female business owners and solopreneurs that are looking to start a podcast to add to your own already awesome offering. I'll give you helpful advice that you can take away and use in your podcasting journey. I hope to answer those tricky questions that just keep you from starting. Once a month, I'll be joined by other female podcasters. They'll share their journey with you and offer tips and advice they discovered along the way. Let's get started. Hi, um, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, this week, I wanted to kind of share the best of my guests. Um, I've had quite a few really awesome female podcasters come on my show since it started, and they had some really valuable insights into what it's like running a podcast, managing it, how you're setting it up, all, all those things around being a podcast host. And I just wanted to kind of share their best bits and what really resonated with me um, from what they said and what I think would really benefit you. So the first clip I'm going to share is from Tamsin and Gillian. They host the Anti-Diet Club podcast. You know, brainstormed a lot of the topics we wanted to talk about and then narrowed that down, decided on how many episodes that we would put out for the first season. We've always been very kind of, this is flexible no one's we we're not we're not answering to anyone other than ourselves like this is our decision what we feel comfortable with and the first thing that we did was made sure we covered we recorded three episodes I think it was Julian wasn't it we mm-hmm. recorded three so we had three to start off with so we like almost had some in the bank so we weren't then scrabbling around to try and like do the next one we decided on the drumbeat of when we would record and we well we planned it we planned it really well but to like not to the point where we were exhausted Mm -hmm. like does this fit in with our life can we fit this in around our work can we like is how much time is all this going to take up because you know everything from the editing as you know to like having the podcast handle and um you know putting out posts each week about that and advertising it and and posting that on our own handles and Planning is essential and I love how realistic Tamsin and Gillian are being with their planning. They have made their podcast fit in with what they have, what time they have available themselves. Um, so they haven't tried to like crowbar it in and, and, and overcommit themselves. They have been mindful of the time that they both have in their business and in their personal lives, when to record and when they can um, get those episodes, realistically get those episodes released. And also that she talks about, Tamsin talks about batching and batching is uh, a great idea. I I love to do batching, but only if it fits in with what you have, again, what you have going on in your schedule. Like I batch mine in about four weekly episodes, but I have some clients that batch their, their content in six monthly episodes. They have, they meet up, they record all their stuff and then they record videos and they can use that content to create all the other parts of content for the business for six months, which is amazing. So it's something to think about and just being realistic of what works for you and your business. The next clip is from Helen Calvert and her podcast is The No Bullshit Guide to a Happier Life. Yeah, so I think I would always say that it is worth looking into getting a producer. I realise there's a cost to that and you can do it yourself, but I think that it makes it a lot more sustainable. 
And my top tip would be to make it sustainable because you don't want to start a podcast and then have it fizzle out because that would be a real shame. You've got enthusiastic about making something and you want it to continue. So come up with a good set of episode ideas well in advance. Make sure that how often you're going to do it is sustainable and outsource what you can if you need to, because that will just set you up to be able to podcast for a lot longer which is what we all hope as podcast hosts that we can keep doing this for as long as possible her top tip is making your podcast sustainable this is also a really good piece of advice if you don't feel that you can start a podcast and sustain it in your business you really need to consider whether you should even start doing one um, as she mentions in the clip, she had a podcast producer and this really helped her. Um, this was key for her to keeping her podcast sustainable. Um, obviously, that's nice. Not everyone can can um, hire a producer, but the, think about the ways in which um, in how the podcast is going to fit into your business and be realistic with your time. Have you got time to do it? Um, are your client commitments or your family life commitments too big for you to 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 have the podcast because there is quite a lot of moving parts and it's not just as easy as just recording um, unless you can send it over to a wonderful podcast manager or producer where you can just record it and they will do all the rest for you like myself tiny little plug there for me (laughs) my next clip is from hannah and nicole from the showing up solo podcasts uh, I love Hannah and Nicole. Um, I'm super, a little bit biased because I am their podcast manager and I do edit their episodes. But even if I didn't, they share so much valuable content and they are such experts in their field with digital marketing and social media. I would really recommend that if you are a solopreneur and you are struggling with marketing your business, with showing up, I would really recommend listening to their podcast. They have so much great advice. Here's a little clip from them. We, we wanted to have a theme each month. So mm-hmm. both episodes that come out in the month, the solo ones and the guest expert ones have a theme. Like the first month, the theme was setting marketing goals. The second month, the theme was ideal client. And we wanted that theme so that there's the conversation between Nicole and I, which is very much an informal conversation it feels very much like you're just joining us for a coffee chat and then we wanted to invite someone else into the mix who might surprise us with more information or who can speak more specifically about that particular topic and share their expertise and again we wanted it to feel very natural very much like a conversation I would I wouldn't even really call our guest episodes interviews would you Nicole they're they're more like chats yeah, I would agree with that as well. Yeah, and it was important for us to try to keep them, in theory, to 20 minutes. <laughs> that was the goal. We wanted them to be short and digestible, although we're talkers. And so when we have our guests in there, we tend to go over. I think creating themes each month for your podcast is um, is a really great tip. This can be super helpful for creating structure um, and planning for your podcast, especially if you're planning on doing a season, perhaps, and you've got X amount of episodes, you can think of a theme for each episode and you can go like, kind of like, go off of those. And I think that is a really great tip. The next clip is from Sidel Stewart. She hosts the Virtual Duality podcast and she had some really interesting things to say uh, about the guest process. Here's a clip. 
the client experience that people have when they're going to be a guest on your podcast is majorly important and a lot of people overlook that side of it I say that as somebody who focuses on client experience as as my role in in my day job so outside of podcasting so it's easy for me to focus on that element but it's been really rewarding to have people comment and remark at how easy or how slick the process was for them being a guest. And when somebody has an experience that feels delightful prior to recording with you, they come with a particular type of energy. And so your podcast is naturally just going to be a really great conversation too. I love this. I learned so much from my talk with Sidal and I really like the fact that she's really thought about the guest process and the experience that the guest has on her show with her and leaving them feeling all warm and fuzzy. I would really encourage you to have a little look at your guest process and what you're doing to make your guests feel as welcome as possible. The next clip is from Janet Murray and she hosts the Courageous Content Podcast. Well, I think what was useful for me, because I was a journalist before, uh, I did think that gave me an advantage because I sort of had this understanding of you don't create content for yourself, you create content for your audience. And again, without probably writing it down or, or even knowing I was doing it, I was thinking, well, who are the people that I need to listen to this podcast for it to pay for itself and work for my business and attract the kind of people that I would love to work with who are those people what kind of content do they need from me and it really came from just thinking about what are the questions I get asked all the time this is so important and um, you are creating content for your audience you're not creating it for yourself so it's really important to consider what would they want to hear um, is the information that you're going to give them adding value and adding to their transformation the next clip is from michelle denio and she hosts the strategy in small doses podcast 90 percent of the time i cover the, my podcast topics come from a conversation I've either had with a client or a prospect or a coffee chat, something like that, somebody in my network. So when I um, am recording my podcast, it's as if I'm just having a strategy session with a client. That's who I'm always, it's like in my mind, it's, I just get on Zoom or any camera, you know, and again, it's, I literally just view it as if I'm speaking directly to my client and I talk the same way. It's not edited in any way. It's not scripted. And I've actually gotten some feedback there. You know, people feel like they're listening and they're like, Michelle, I feel like you're sitting right next to me. And that's my goal. Like I want people to feel like as if we just jumped on a phone call, you know, you're getting the same exact information out of me as you would in a coffee chat as you are on my podcast. Like nothing truly is different. I love how Michelle is inspired by her network and that she really is listening to what people are saying through her interactions with them on LinkedIn, her coffee chats with them. She definitely shows up authentically. I love Michelle's podcast. I have been connected with Michelle for about a year now and I love that they are short and to the point and actionable pieces of information. The next clip is from Sabine Schwartz and she hosts the Next Level Entrepreneur podcast. I saw how difficult it is if you just don't plan, if you just do a post. Hey, people, I'm looking for somebody to interview like I did it before in my Facebook. And then random people just came in there and I just checked their their profiles, for example, and then I picked them. But I didn't have a theme before, which was a really big problem. And so I can only suggest 
really look for the right people, look for your own theme, which really supports your business. Because I mean, the podcast needs to support your business as well. And it needs to have a specific theme. And so it's really important to really handpick your guests and see what kind of value they can provide. This is a great point. How do you pick your guests? Maybe you need to start thinking strategically about your guests, thinking about who they are, who's their audience, do they align with you? I did an episode a couple of weeks back about guests and how to find them. So if you haven't listened to that, um, maybe you can listen to that episode. I'll link it in the show notes so it's easy for you to find. This next clip is from Lorna Taylor and her podcast is Tales from the Gram. But it's also, I also know now that it has helped me get clients. It absolutely has helped me get clients because when people have come into my world through my Instagram and then realised that I do a podcast um, and they'll, like you, like binge a couple of episodes and like really get a lot of value from it, they'll then be a lot more receptive maybe or open to then working with me or you know buying into one of my offers because of the the help that they've got from the podcast so far so in terms of like nurturing people and like warming up my audience that has that has massively helped and I can see that I have definitely got a return on that because people have told me they have said to me when they've been on calls with me oh, I've just listened to a couple of your episodes and I've got a couple of questions now that we're working together. So I definitely know that it has helped in that sense. I love how Lorna's podcast is really working for her with helping her business, getting clients. I think this shows the power of podcasting and showing that how it can really benefit your business to have this touch point of a place where people can go to get that value from you for free as well and for them to get to know you as well and using it as part of the customer journey and like a pre-qualifier almost this is really great to hear the next clip is from cassandra collins now cassandra doesn't actually have a podcast but she was a bonus guest of mine because she is a repurposing expert and i think repurposing is super important here's a little clip from her episode i will find like the summary like an opening summary highlight whatever those tips are throughout it Mm -hmm. And then clean it all up at the end and tie it all together. And if you can do that, you have a blog, right? It can also double as show notes, or you can just take the, the opening summary for your show notes, right? Because you're kind of giving a, a quick synopsis of what it's going to be about. And that's your show notes. From there, you can cut it down even more into a similar format for a social media post. So you will create a headline, you know, for the post that's really, really eye catching, or, you know, that kind of punch you in the gut, kind of get people's attention kind of headline. So in the clip, Sandra's talking about the different ways in which you can repurpose your podcast episode, you transcribe it, and then create lots of lovely other pieces of content from it, like a blog, audiogram, helps with your show notes as well. There are lots, so many different things that you can get from your podcast episode, not just from that one piece of content. And I am really, really big on repurposing and I think it's a really valuable thing to have in your business and it helps you to keep consistent and streamline your marketing. All the episodes that you're creating, 
in your podcast is just like a big content bank. And then you can use this content bank as your evergreen content for your marketing because it's still valuable. It's still relevant to your audience and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You're creating a wonderful content bank when you're creating your content for your podcast. And as I just said, you can use this content um, to create lots of other pieces of content for your digital marketing strategy, but also you can, it will create evergreen content for you. What you're talking about will still be relevant for your audience and also new people coming in at different points and be relevant for different people in different points of their journey. So it is such, such a valuable tool. I hope all this wonderful advice from my fabulous guests has helped you. If you like what they had to say, I would invite you to go and listen to their podcasts. If you do go and listen and you really enjoyed their episodes, then I encourage you to also leave a review for them. You'll be able to find all the information about leaving a review in the individual podcast show notes. I'll leave all the information and links to these different podcasts and these wonderful ladies so that you can find them easily. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for joining me. See you in 2023. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Your support means so much to me. If there's a question or topic you'd like covering, then I'd love to hear from you. Find the podcast on Instagram at Rachie Botfield and drop me a DM. Till next time. Bye.